And bam, bam. We're live. Dang. Wow. You tried to sneak it in there, didn't you? <laughs> good. What's up, guys? Welcome. Savon is uh, he's doing his thing. He's getting a swerve on. Oh, well, handsome. That does not look like Hiller at all. Not at all. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Hey, baby, come say hi. How are you guys? Looking good, man. Just, you know, trying to be dad fit over here, you know? You get better looking every time I see you. You know, yeah, I got hope after seeing how the Dos Equis aged and Antonio Banderas. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're, right, you're right at Desperado. Yeah, they're saying I'm aging right well. I'm not aging. I, that's what I said, right? That's, that's what I mean. Hurts. Well, you're aging well. You're not <laughs> aging, you're well. aging well. Benjamin Button over there. <laughs> Miranda, are you getting ready to do the workout? I'm going to do it after them. Oh, okay. It's Who's going really at the same time? What's the, what's the setup there? What do you got going on? We have a uh, wall walk space for two people to go at once. Okay, awesome. So what? So who's going? Uh, Andrew and and Julian. Oh, fantastic. oh, dang! Oh. Here we go. Okay, right? so place your bets now for um, the time difference between the two of them. There. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what are we betting on? <laughs> wow! I got to judge. Hiller versus versus Julian. Who's judging Hiller? Crazy. Chelsea, make Chelsea do it. Yeah, Chelsea. Oh, you got a no rep at least one. Who is that? Kel Kelsey or Chelsea? Chelsea. Chelsea. Can we bring Chelsea up here real quick? Can she say hi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea, I want to meet you. We got to so see who's Chelsea, going to Chelsea, you recognize, was a uh, high-level regional athlete. Chelsea, oh, what's up? Oh, hey. Okay. on. She's one of our coaches. She just um, she got through the strict handstand push-ups and the double-unders. How far along are you, Chelsea? 17 weeks pregnant. Oh, oh wow. Easy. Okay. Amazing. Wow. So, Miranda, you have to ask her, is she going to purposely just no rep the uh, hit out of, shit out of Hiller? At least once, to, right? Yeah, yeah. Just to vindicate everybody who he's gone after. <laughs> At least once. So, what Did are you Hiller clean his, like, video screen with his nutsack? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it does look like Hiller's nuts. <laughs> oh, perfect. Boom. Oh, oh wow. Go. That's a lot better. That's that's like professionals. We're like 80. Professional. Yeah, we're like 80% of the way there now. <laughs> okay, so what's what's going on right now? How far away from uh, the start? Uh, time are, right? yeah, like Julian doesn't warm up. Strong <laughs> work, Julian. That's the way to do it as you get older. Round one, yeah. baby. Warming ups for babies. Round. That's right. Round one is a warm up. Okay, so we... So let's bring uh, – can Hiller come over here and talk real quick? Oh, they want to just, I just want to ask a question. No, you could say too, Miranda. We need some eye candy oh, on here. Come on back. Uh, what? <laughs> please, please, don't let her take up the whole thing. All right, so, Hiller, do you have a strategy going into this? Did you watch uh, – two questions. Did you watch the event before this, and do you have a strategy based on it? I did not watch the event. I've looked through the standards quite a bit, and the, the strategy is to not die on the strict handstand push-ups that close to the wall. Mm. Right, right. Oh, wow. they, they feel awfully close. I didn't and think about really that. All the, the only strategy you, I've got. You can just put your thumbs right on the edge of the tape, correct? Well, we're on a dollar mat. That mm. If I were to do that, then I'm kind of off the sides of it. It's almost as ah. if I'm grabbing onto it. Fuck it, do that. How much different is the standard <laughs> now? What do you mean closer to the wall? How much closer? It's 10. So before the standard was a square and right. I believe it was a 24 inch depth. Right. So you could have your hands as far out as 24 inches. And now your hands have to be on top of the 10 inch tape line that you use for the wall walks. Right. And it has to be 30 inches in width. Start up with that's cool. So you can't have your hands wider than the 30 inches. Yeah. You guys okay. go do your thing. Yeah. Rock right. it out. Which is a trip. That, that seems like 
it seems like such a weird like how the hell do you yeah. come up with that it was standard a, very you know what i mean it didn't really make them harder for me i did the workout a couple hours ago and it I, I felt like it was pretty normal if i put my thumbs on the edge of the tape line it felt like my normal width um and still within the 40 inch i believe or 36 inch like typical square where um, were you as far as the depth though like how did that, did that change for you yeah no no i know it oh. is that but are you normally at 10 inches or did that um, put you closer to the wall? It put me a little closer. I probably usually I probably go like twelve or thirteen. So it wasn't that big of a difference. And when I was warming up, I, I fell off a couple times, but in the workout I was fine. Okay. Are we all in like the Illuminati wearing black shirts right now? What's going yeah. on? Yes, I was just we gonna are. address that. Uh Savon has been kidnapped by us, the guys in the black shirt, and I am <laughs> captain now. I'll be back though shortly. Have you seen that movie Downsize with Matt Damon? Oh yes. no, we can't fucking talk no. about movie quotes. Savon will kill me if I let you go to movie. No, quotes. no, just listen. I imagine Savon is like a real life downsized guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. We got uh, we got Hiller starting he's here. He's a fun size. Okay, so okay. here we go. So he's doing his first uh, wall walk here. Did you guys see how Danielle was doing that kip up? Actually, they both kind of were, but Danielle was like popping her feet all the way up uh-huh. to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I mean? Can, pop I don't like, like that. I so like up. she doesn't step up. You can see how Andrew's stepping. Watch his like yeah. one leg goes up. She would like raise her chest up and then pop her feet up to the wall, kind of like if you're popping up on a on a on a burpee. Yeah, she, they jump. Her and Mal both were jumping both feet up. Yeah. Um, I I see a lot of the training think tank guys do that, and I've seen a lot of women do it. I, for me, it just doesn't feel natural. I feel like I get more momentum up the wall if I step one foot up. Like a big step, right? Yeah, huge I, step. same way. I agree. I mean, it just it seems that it takes. Maybe it's not as fast, but being that you only know. have yeah. five of them, like I, I would rather yeah. save my shoulders. Yeah. And take that big step and just lock out. So it's more of a it's more of a yeah. lockout rather than a walkout. I'm still I'm really fast at wall walks, and I, and even the step up is super fast for me. I think. Do you think you have to go super fast at these wall walks? No, if you even have no, a I don't. I don't think at all. Like I, that was one of the big things I felt after the workout is I, I didn't need to go as fast as I did on the wall walks. It just gets your heart rate up, and any time you make up is potentially lost on your rests during the strict handstand pushups. Okay. How is it muscle? Out? Look at that muscle snatch versus a power snatch. I power snatch like like William. That's specifically cahormones.com. Go to cahormones.com. <laughs> and you do have no reason to rebend you... <laughs> your knees. Unless it's a thruster, maybe. But JR, anyways. brother. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> JR, brother, how are you doing? I saw you, I barely saw you sneak in there. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, I was just up at the gym taping a bunch of a bunch of stations for the, for did, the handstand push-ups tomorrow. Did you, make, walks. did you make 930-inch strips of tape? Um, actually Zach, one of the coaches at my gym made a stencil out of cardboard that was exactly 10 inches away from the back edge and exactly 30 inches wide. So we just put the stencil down, took the two inch tape, covered the stencil, cut it out, and then just kept going. It it was one thing I was going to say that I messed with the standard a little bit earlier on the strict handstand pushups. And like, I'm going to tell all my athletes tomorrow, I think you're one of two people. You either do what Taylor did and you put thumbs on the tape. And for me, I was actually outside the 40 inch width allowance with my fingertips. So you either go thumbs on the tape. That means you're wider, but you're also closer to the wall or Mm. you go like index finger on the tape. It moves you back and in Mm. so that you're farther away from the wall, but you're also more narrow. I'm way more comfortable, more narrow, just more of a tricep um, 
dominant movement than a shoulders because my shoulders are really weak. How much will athletes struggle with this? You think that'll be a big factor here? I, I think uh, to me, and I don't know if you guys have already said this, that standard is just a way for people to have to do wall facing without facing the wall. Chase, you agree with that? Well, actually, I had this question posed to me by Brian, and I would love to everyone's opinion on this, is that you? I, I think that's one, right? A twofer. On the second part, Brian actually had this uh, assertion. He's like, looking at Boz and the wall-facing handstand pushes that we had at the games was to make people do them better. Mm-hmm. Or is this line, you guys think, another way to force people to do them better instead of this wide-armed mm-hmm. hands to 24 inches, piked loss of midline handstand push-up position? I, I think it, it kept me more stacked, I think, naturally. Um like you can't yeah. like basically break in the midline yeah. in this tape line. And maybe, and, and like, I thought it was a great question from Brian is like, maybe this is another way for Boz to like force people to move better. For sure. It's, it's well, not, it's not a wall facing handstand pushup, which is in a way making you get to a better shoulder position, but it's putting you in a position facing the other way that still kind of requires that. And if you do break, if you do have a heavy duty, you know, break at the midline. It, you're right. It's going to knock you off because you are for many so closer close. than yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, and then just like we said, uh, JR about like the wider you go, you're able to move yourself either in or out away from the wall a little bit. Um, but just like Taylor said, I think, I think the fact that it stacks you, it forces it into a better position. Yeah. And hold on guys. I want to make a point here. Uh, Julian just passed Hiller. Do we think Hiller came out too hot? Very. Uh, what do you think's going on there? He I just don't know, finished. dude. Julian, Julian was going touch and go on the one thirty five bar, so we'll we'll see. Okay. Something else too to look at is the you know the feet cannot come outside the width of the hands, mm-hmm. and that's something that a lot of people are bad about. And I think just putting them closer to the wall is going to make them want to put their feet yeah. out even wider. Now, is that new? I thought that was always the the deal. Didn't they always have the feet always had to stay in within the width of the box? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It usually is. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, with my hands, I like turn them like this and the edge of the mm-hmm. tape line was probably in the crease of my hand. So I didn't have like thumbs at the edge of the tape line. It was more like right here. So I was probably somewhere in between JR, what you were talking about, those two extremes of fingertips and thumb tips. Let's see something. Let's check it. Hey, Miranda, can you hear us? Yeah. How, what do you think? Is Hiller just, is Hiller just falling off the wagon right now? Did he just blow his load? And, and I, yeah, he's I haven't been paying attention to him. <laughs> I, I would say right now, if those were, if if his were on Instagram, he would be shred. There would be dotted lines from his hands to his feet, and saying that they're outside his feet, uh, outside his hands. Oh, 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 the feet are too wide. Yeah. What? 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 Go ahead and take away all his reps. Let him know he's at one. Here. <laughs> so for everyone watching at home too, this is like kind of what I thought that the six to nine minute mark is going to be kind of a time warp. Most people are going to need at least ninety seconds, at least ninety seconds for the nine at one eighty five. So if you don't have at least a two-minute buffer, probably a two-and-a-half-minute buffer picking up the jump rope, it's going to be tough for you to get inside that nine-minute. Yeah. Yeah. And and how do you five after that is no joke. That's what I was going to say. What do you guys think? And Taylor, we'll go to you here. What do you think that 185 bar is going to feel like coming off these strict handstand push-ups and all that other work before it? Uh, I think the first rep is the the hardest. Was this nine? Nine. Let's go. Justin B., these live Hiller workouts are my favorite things you guys have done. <laughs> oh, yep. First rep the hardest. Oh, so seamlessly replaced Sevon. Thank you. Thank you, Justin B. All right. Uh, well, what did you say, JR? Say it again. I was giving myself a pat on the back. So he started the snatches at 630 and missed the first, which is probably just a, a fluke miss. Okay. I've seen him set up here again. 
Oh, that's shoulder fatigue right there, man. That, dude, that, I, don't, I don't think people give that 20 handstand push-ups enough respect. He's also not pulling the bar super high. Like, it looks like he's got to get really deep under it. Like, watch. Here we go. There it is. There There's it is. a squat okay. snatch. Wow. Squat Mar- snatch already. Miranda, how often do you I guys win. squat snatch heavy? Is this a factor of just acclimating to this weight, or is that the fatigue so settling in? You wouldn't, you wouldn't ever see that weight in, like, one of our daily workouts. We have lifting workouts. I would say Julian's lifted this much once every two, three months. Or <laughs> Did he just answer us? Did he just no. answer us? <laughs> no, that was solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, wow. Oh, that's so baller. Like, squats, every though. once in a while on a Saturday, he'll throw some Olympic lifting work, but, like, we really don't lift he- I mean, yeah. And how's Hiller doing over there? Is he still on one? No, he won number on. 13. 13. 13. Okay. So this is the, the determining factor. If you do make it past that six minute mark, these strict handstand pushups are going to be no joke, right? Yeah. Bill, how many people you think are going to get here and just stare at the wall? For a while? Honestly, a, a vast majority. They may, they, they may get partway through it, but I think it is going to bury a lot of people because I don't think that they're going to regulate the shoulder work on the hand, on the wall walks or even on the snatch. They're going to think I, I need, they're going to be going, I need time. So I need to go fast on the snatches, which is going to just bury them for these handstand pushes. They're going to get up and do one and just crumble, what, like a, a la Hiller right there. <laughs> right on cue. So we just saw Julian now. He just passed it with about, what was that, 45 seconds left before that time cap. Hiller's mm-hmm. got about 20, coming up on 20 seconds left here. And uh, we still have the dubs plus the 185 snatch. So it looks like this will be the end of his open workout how much how much of a factor do we, or how many people do we think is actually going to move past that six minute mark is that aggressive jr in your gym you got a lot of different different you know capacities going through with all your members how many of them realistically are, are looking at that one the strict handstand pushers uh probably 30 to 40 members out of how many yeah give us a percentage um <laughs> Like a like, I'm saying of the people that signed up for it out of so fifty percent of your people, thirty percent. Okay, he got 50. yeah, probably yeah, probably thirty to forty percent. Jr. has the fittest gym ever. Oh, the one second, Miranda, what was that? Can you say that again? Miller finished with fifteen handstand pushups. Here's the funny part that you guys didn't see: his judge, Chelsea, she's uh seventeen weeks pregnant. <clears throat> she beat him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to, Caleb, let's cut that out because it's not going to do with our CA Hormones commercial. So, we'll just <laughs> so he started this set of 20. He started the set of 20 at 8.30. So we're at 90 seconds right there. So going back to what you're saying, 30 or 40, what percentage of that is the, is the gym and how many people are, you know, should be, should be preparing for the strict handstand pushups versus just pro- game planning the 135 snatch. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to tell, uh, I'm going to tell all, but probably 20 of my members that for them, this workout is just two rounds for time, mm-hmm. six minute cap. And then after that, get to the wall and see what you can do. Unless you know that you can get to the wall and get handstand pushups. There's no need to pace it. Mm. Tell you agree. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's JR strategy tips again for, I feel like it's, it's tough because his, and this isn't like a knock at all. It's impressive how fit his gym population is. It's insane. Chase, Chase, who are you waving at there? I was saying hi to Cheeky. Oh, <laughs> I thought, I thought you tried to get my attention as if you had something going on. There. Okay. Well, so I did, uh, I did see this comment earlier. I'm going back to that yeah. uh, line. 
is I think it was Kiefer that put this up. It says, could this line also be in the line for one day doing wall facing handstand push-ups? Like your palms must be touching the line in some capacity in front of. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really cool point. And I'm gonna be honest, I went through the standards to see and I was gonna tell Hiller, hey, it doesn't say in here you have to be facing out, do them wall facing. Because it's going to actually be easier to do them while facing if the edge of your palms is on that tape line for some people than maybe facing the other way. But it says in the rules that heels have to be on the wall. So they're yeah, they, so that they would kind, be of, your... kind of took care of all that. Yeah. Okay, so we got another movement, uncommon movement clause. Come on, bro. First setup. Drive into it. 20 seconds. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's crazy is that this – You get one. Like, the way the girls – the way Mal made this workout look earlier – the way that she just, I mean, hammered all the way through, not even to, didn't even need the last three minutes. You know what I mean? So you have games level version. Then you have high end level version here, like with Julian into just like you were talking about JR, that the vast majority is going to be at that six minute mark. So it's going to be like the handstands aren't even really going to happen. You know, it's going to be, what can you do with the wall walks and the, the lightweight snatches? Job, yeah, nice. Great job, gentlemen. Way to work. Hello, talk to us, brother. How you doing? I'm good. I bet you are. You've been uh, resting for like eight minutes. I'm <laughs> bringing Hi, guys. Oh, that's Nashville. Who you know, yeah. it, it, catch, it really catches you off guard. Um, I would say, unless you're like extremely efficient, because like my shoulders are completely shot after those straight handstand push ups. So um, that exposed definitely weakness in my snatching. And and we just that combo is rough so break up early is very appropriate and you have to once i overcame that 185 and allowed my body to relax i was able to speed up the cycle rate on those 185 but knowing that i was going to hit the 225 again it, I, i'm not gonna lie it definitely scares you um so break up the strict handstand push-ups on that first set into like threes the double unders break those up as well to relax the shoulders a bit and expect a big drive on that hip extension on that first snatch and like approach it sooner than you think because it's just a yeah. mental hurdle you're gonna have to overcome. What now, was that? Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, what was your pacing on the wall walks in the game? Those first two rounds, because it seems like that's gonna definitely. It, it, it can do a lot of damage if you're not if you're not paced right. Like once you get towards that red, then you're going to have a hard time coming out of there. So what what were you thinking that when you were doing the wall walks? Were you trying to keep yourself so for me? Paced um, we do wall walks often in street parking, so I knew I was going to get to the 185 snatch. Like that was not, and even the 25 to be honest, because my shoulders is one of my my uh, stronger abilities when I was competing. Um, so if, if you go back and watch my pacing on the wall walk. I was deliberately slow. Like I didn't let Taylor sp uh, speak because his approach was different, right? He, he knew that the strict handstand push-up push was going to be the, the the rough sticking point for him. For me, that wasn't. And so I went smooth on the wall walk. I would say on the second round of wall walks is where it's going to get you. It's going to hit hard um, because after you do the first two or three, you realize how fatigued your shoulders are because everybody's going to come out really tense and excited to beat that six minute window. The, the sooner you allow yourself to relax, the more it's going to work to your advantage. 
Um, did so, that new standard play play a role in it? Sorry, to cut you out. Did that new handstand push-up play a factor in there, or the standard play a factor in that? Um, I think it will if you're not confident in your handstand push-ups. Um, if you struggle with it and already like if things have to be perfect for you on your setup and your positioning, then it might throw people off. But if we had some know, like, hey, this is not a sticking point for me. No matter how I have to adjust my positioning, it's not. If that makes any sense. It, we had some speculation that Adrian kind of dropped that in there to force some virtuosity in the movement, to make you do the same thing we've all done, but a little bit better in a better position. Would you agree with that statement? Did you feel that in there at all? Um, okay. I, this is first time hearing the statement, but yes, I would agree with um, if you are so comfortable and you're so used to doing it a certain way and you don't challenge yourself by like same thing with a muscle up, it's not always going to have to be getting that purpose, uh, perfect false grip, right? It's like you have to pretty much just jump up to the rings and get it done, no matter the positioning you're in. And over volume and over time, as a confident individual, that doesn't really throw you off so much. Same thing with this. If you're an individual that's used to performing it a certain way and you don't challenge it under fatigue and under that stimulus, it's going to really throw a wrench into people's um, ability to knock that section out. But again, if you have been exposed to it, you're used to quickly just jumping up from one movement to the next. It's not going to because fundamentally, if your positioning is always dialed in, where you move your hands, it's not going to make too much of an impact unless it's like a dramatic shift. And now the big question, the, the thing we really want to know, why the hell is Hiller at your house right now? <laughs> well, 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 did you just find him like in a like, like homeless encampment or something that drove by and he was like making a video on somebody and just picked him up in a van or? We've said too much. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, for those of you guys watching, you have to be confident in your own ability. So if you're not a confident snatcher, break up the other movements and expect to go singles on the snatches. If you're not a confident wall walker, slow it down there. Pick up pace on the other other sections. So um Awesome. Well, your connection's petering out just like Hiller did in the workout. So thanks, brother. We appreciate oh, it. <laughs> if you want to jump on, I got to find some place to put some. Uh, to put some hey, I'm glad we made it to the 12-minute mark. So that's what that looks like going to 12 minutes. So awesome job. Thank you. Great job, guys. Fantastic. You did fantastic. I uh, just want to address a couple of these here. Uh, Philip, I'm not even going to try your last name because then I'm going to mispronounce it four times and it's, I'm really going to be accused of copying Sev on here. So do you guys think the next progression is wall walks with handstand pushups at the top? Chase, what do you think? Ooh, I, I would like to see maybe a wall facing handstand pushup prior to the combo of the two. But I think we'll see that coming. Uh, we said that, I can't remember what podcast we were talking about this, but Jared asked this is like, you see this trend and obviously Oz tends to try to buck these trends, but it, it's like you shot across the bow at the game. So semifinal athletes get ready to do wall facing handstand pushups. It happens at semifinals, quarterfinals, get ready to see that once it trickles down to there, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hiller, I think, I think we have a while till then. Oh, I think is Hiller judging now. Hiller, are you going to be a, a judge now? Is that what's happening? He's okay. Oh, wait. Awesome. Great thing. Wad Zombie here. Dad strength is greater than TR. <laughs> yeah, he's killing us on the sponsors, and I'm going to be fired on the first, uh, show. Uh, Stefan Kneebender. 
do your your pace all depends on where you think you will get to. Don't race to a movement. Just take a ton of breaks. Real pro there. Real pro. You, tip. you agree with that, Taylor? Yeah. Is that your pro? <laughs> is that your pro tip? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Pro tip is where was that? Can you pull that back up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pro tip is do handstand push-ups. Pro tip is take a ton of break. Take a what? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Hillary, what's going on, dude? How was that workout for you? Like if you're I, I no yeah, mitigate the damage on the handstand push-ups and I didn't do the best job. Actually, I probably the only way I would have done better is having practiced that for the past couple of months. When was the last time you did a strict handstand push-up other than a few minutes ago? Two months ago? <laughs> Three months ago? It's been a bit. Perfect. Did the new standard mess with you at all? Did you have to adapt? Did you have to adapt to that? It's certainly worse if you're not already good at them. Or well, like, I think there's just people who are better pressers than others. And there's also people who work on pressing the way you're supposed to be pressing, like Julian said. Maybe like you said about virtuosity. Um, I've only come so far in the past, and I've definitely stopped working on it in the present. Fair enough. So, did you guys? Did any of you guys watch today's event? Did you watch uh, Danielle and, and Mal get after it? Yeah, I watched. I'm gonna go later. Thank you, Hiller. Bye. Thank you. I wonder what he's doing there. Do I want to know what he's doing too. What do you guys think he's doing there now that they're not here and we could talk? It's about a natty it. or not for Miranda. We've been waiting for this one since she started CrossFit. Remember, guys? Hiller's <laughs> probably going to make a street parking video on how the open didn't go so well. Not too soon. <laughs> On that last piece of it there. So, JR, sorry about that. Going back to that, Danielle and Mal, what, what were you impressed? What that look like to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would love to know, like, and this is something maybe we can we can ask Wiles about if we get him back on, is, like, um, a lot of people ask about the testing of the games workouts and either who tested them or, like, how many times they were tested, if the females went faster than the males, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, just thinking about, uh 2007 reload everyone thought the weight was way too light for the women and then what happened tia failed her last rep matt failed his last rep and it couldn't have looked any worse for everyone that thought that the loading was off so just watching them do it i'm watching them hit 125 and it's 185 125 and i'm like that's how my 135 snatches are gonna look that's exactly how they're gonna look there's gonna be a little there's gonna be a little redip and that's it and i'm wondering in testing how did the males do comparatively to the females? And is that how Boz uh, arrived at the fact, well, hey, it really looked like everyone that we tested, the straight handstand push-ups just caught up a little bit quicker for the females. So we decided to have the loading um, up to 225, 155, mm. or 185, 125, and not 185, 135, 225, 165. And it'll be interesting. I mean, all these guys can weigh in. The fastest time in the world, does it come from Mal? Does it come from a male? Does it come from a female? What do you think? Yeah, do you guys agree with that? So the weight's been heavier, or do you think it's balanced for the two movements? That third weight, I think, throws it. Uh, it especially for the high end, the high end ladies, one twenty five on the snatch for them, I think, is just it's too light. It, it's not it's not the same as the one eighty five for the men. Um, I, Mal's time was unbelievable. Yeah, she. I mean, she made that one fifty five look completely comfortable. You know, I think I think there'll be men that for sure beat the top women's time. Chase, you agree with this? Hot take. Um, 
Yeah, the 125 is a little bit of an outlier. I agree. I, I'm looking at more of open stuff. Like the lens I grade the programming with and the weights they use and the skills they use are relegated to the competition that we're holding and the purpose of it. So if we're getting top 10% through, we want more people to play in a sense, then okay. Do I want to see this at quarterfinals? No. Do I want to see this at semifinals? God, no. Right? Has no business to be at the Cross the Games. Yes, they have should have heavier weights. They've proven over time that they are uh, the women are just getting stronger and faster and better than they've ever been before in the open. Based off what we're trying to do, I don't have as much of a problem with. I'm actually surprised they used the other weights more than I'm surprised about the 125. Really? I, what do you mean? I mean, mean the overall? Well, set of I, I was ready for 65, 85, 25, 45. That's what we've been used to. If anything, this is the heaviest they've used consistently for the women. So that's actually the outlier that I see. Wasn't that the same set that they used though for that, the pull-up snatch um, open event? It was actually, it was. It went up to 265, didn't it? Yeah, Yeah. for men. And it was 185 for women. 245, 175, 225, 155. So the women's weights were 95. Yep. 125, uh, 155, 175, 185. I actually programmed that for my computer. No, they, they actually, um, <clears throat> 2017, 17.3. Is that what you guys are talking about? Yeah. yeah. 65, 95, 135, 155, 175, 185. So they use 135 back then. Yeah. So we're, so we're going to regionals. And that makes a difference. Right. Right. Bury my cock which is just funny to say now that we get the joke and I'm all on the same page. And I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, me and you both. Yes, I uh, yes, I did get promoted to CEO, and uh, Caleb is right here doing just fine, saving my ass, bringing some stuff up soon here. Okay. Zachary, so, so- I'm not a politician. If you listen to my last podcast going over the programming for 23 and a brother. <laughs> oh, is someone taking some shots at you, Chase? I got some oh, I'm just uh, not, you know, I let... Other people take harder takes, and I just take what I believe in. So, hey, what do you get? What do you guys uh, think about instead of having the the run up of the way it was set up? Because the way that Danielle and Mal made it look was the having a build up time where we can you know bank time. I mean, it wasn't even needed for that 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 level. What if they just said, okay, it's going to be ten minutes, and here's the set. You get as far as you can. Like it, wor- like it better, or, or is that worse because you're having the general CrossFit member going more than six minutes now as they're trying to work on? Does it give them more of a chance to play, or does it? Oh, you mean like a 12 minute cap? Instead yeah, of- instead of no, a ten, like lower the time down, bring the time down. So oh. it's a 10 minute cap, say. Um, but now everybody gets that same 10 minutes of work rather than just the low end will get the six, yeah. the high end. Well, I mean, what Mal gets, you got like eight, just under eight. Yeah. Yeah, it was out of time. Taylor, what do you think? About Mal getting eight or leaving the workout as 10 minutes instead leaving of the Leaving the workout ways? open so people could get more play time. It is uh, it's short. Would it, would, it force a rate? would it force more of a race, do you think? Because there is an end to it? Actually, for anybody, for any, even, the more, even the more general CrossFitter, yeah. would it force more of a race for them I, because now they're going to be able to hang into it? I don't, think that, I don't think that has much of as much of a bearing or plays much of a difference for the top, but I, I feel like it would make more of a difference for the general pop. And I don't know that people want 
four minutes or three minutes or two minutes to stare at stroke hands and pushups and not be able to do them. Or at least that's <laughs> why I see Boz programming it that way. Um, but six minutes is really short, super short. And I mean, when I'm looking at this too, I'm, I'm probably overly analytical about what has he shown us that he thinks is important at the games. He did things that forced your pace for you. You didn't get to choose. You had to row at this pace. You had to, um, you had to go hard on the row in the last chance qualifier, or you didn't have enough time to get enough handstand push, uh, handstand walk reps to win. So you couldn't pace the row. So maybe this is just his way of just saying, no, no, no. The the game is not you get 10 minutes, pace it out how you want so that you can get as many reps as you can. It's just you only get six minutes. So you have to go at an uncomfortable pace. And so maybe this is just him sticking true to his guns. He's pushing that. effort over everything else. He doesn't want to leave a lot of room for gaming and strategy. He just wants there to be straight up capacity. <laughs> Forcing but intensity, I, maybe. I mean, I, I do. I, I do. Know. <laughs> they do need a short one and they do need more of an intensity a shorter intensity. I, I'm all for that. I'm not yeah. saying that it would be better. I was purely just asking what you guys thought about that. I like the fact that if you put the general, the general group, you're talking your general pop people, they're going to be at six minutes because that's all as far as they're going to get. Then you're going to have other people that the furthest they're going to go is nine minutes. And you're going to have your good athletes. It'll be right at about nine minutes. So you're getting everyone that's working at about that time frame. but it does, you're right. Push the limp, push the pace a little bit on the general pop, especially at that six minutes. I just wondered if you, if you if you thought I don't know, give him a little bit more time to play, kind of a thing. With more than anything, was all I was just kind of. I also so saw also, it. Go ahead, Taylor. Go. I also don't know that you can say he really places that much of an emphasis on effort over everything. When last week we found that people could just walk the shuttle runs and get a better score. That was probably <laughs> unforeseen on his part, but ah, uh, that rubs me the wrong way. So I, I don't know. You think that bothered him? Did you guys see the statement he made at the beginning? What, uh, what statement did he make? Uh, he just basically was saying like, hey, we're looking for effort here. I'm not looking for the gaming and strategy, which I thought was pretty funny mm-hmm. after, of course. Before, and he said that before the, <laughs> the open announcement today. Oh, yeah. So yes. you think he knew people would walk the shuttles? I don't think so. No, I think that I think that that just that came as an unintended consequence of it. But I think he likes to go right to this one next where it forces you to work hard in the six minutes. Yeah. And it's a good balance to the two as well, right? There's a like guy he, at my gym that tied Patrick Vellner's score walking, and he is not fitter than Patrick Vellner or anywhere <laughs> near as close as fit as Patrick Vellner. <laughs> what so, I like about the six minutes, Bill, is that, I mean, we've talked about this before, is like Boz will shorten time caps to force intensity, like a pressure cooker. And how many times do we sit in your affiliate with a group class workout and they're like, hey, this is only a five-minute workout? I'm like, yes. And it's yeah, gonna go fast. Great. And so you're showing people, it's like, you can have, we don't need 15 to 20 minute tests every week to have a good test. And so forcing the issue of six minutes, I think may be a part of the balance of modalities and time domains and intensity where it's like, Hey, guess what you're going to do? You're going to go 10 wall walks as fast as you can, hundred double unders and basically grace with half the, half the weight and then the actual weight. And you're going to send it just to get to the wall. And if you do that, I doubt anyone can sit back and go, that was a waste of my time. Yeah, for sure not. And I agree. I think that's actually one of the hardest things to teach in an affiliate is, is teach people to go fast for a really exactly, short period right? of time. Yeah, it, the heavy day and the, yeah, the heavy day and the short thing. day. Yeah. Hardest things to teach. It's the hardest thing to scale. It's the hardest thing to program. It's the hardest thing to modify. But for 15 people in your class, it's really easy to be like, hey, guys, we're doing Murph. <laughs> Everybody go. Yeah. Right. But to get the right stimulus for a five-minute test, is really hard to do. And so maybe this is one of those is like, get it right. 
if you want to make it, you're going to have to put yourself in a very uncomfortable position to get there. And maybe that's one of those shorter tests that people just don't think is valuable because everybody wants to go long and high volume. I, yeah. well, I, I by no reason said it wasn't valuable. But no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm I was thinking in general for people that just don't understand what I'm talking about. But I do like the fact that they hang the carrot out there of, you know, if you can make it, you get to advance to this new room of you get to do you know, it's strict handstand pushups and heavier snatch. Congratulations. You get to go all the way out there. Nice job. Um, and I mean, cause I think that there will be anyone that gets past that six minute mark that is going to be for some, I think, especially like the gen, the gen pop, uh, the gen population that we have in the gym, if they can get past that and even get one strict handstand pushup. That is going to be a, there's a large separator for a lot of people just in the, that, that general group. And I think just within the gym population, uh, the gym community, they like it's a, that'll be a badge of honor. So it is cool, and you do get to rush to that because you'll rush and get what two straight handstand pushups, right on. So I, I I agree. I do think it's cool. I do know that we needed a faster um, event. We needed one, and I could see that there's a good way to do it. And like I said, with Mal getting that, I mean, shit, eight minutes. Yeah, she smoked that. She I mean, she that. basically did what everyone else was going to be doing at six minutes. You know what I mean? Like everyone got to work in the same time domain on that. Yeah. yeah we, and I, I wonder too if like because Sousa, Bill, and you guys are um you guys are gym owners. Chase was Taylor's basically gym owner. He's there all the time. <laughs> this is this is a recipe for redo city. Like this is like oh this yeah, it's for sure a two or three or like for a lot of people and not just because it's the last week of the open and they want to get into quarters or they want to qualify for other competitions that use the open leaderboard as their um, qualifier. But like this is going to be one and it's going to be entertaining because they're going to get to the round of 12 snatches and they're going to get nine. And they're like, Oh, I'm going to redo that again because I can get strict handstand pushups. I can do them. I just need to, I just need time. It's like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, well, I just need to do three. I was like, all right, how long does that take you? probably 15 to 30 seconds. Okay. Where are you going to find that? You know, to get more time, you're going to have to hurt more, right? Do something <laughs> faster. And that's so easy for people just to say, I'm going to redo it and get three more reps. I get three more reps. I can get all the handstand pushups and all the double unders again. So that's 70 more reps on the leaderboard, but like three snatches at whatever weight you're at, that's so much time. And people just and don't understand. Do you think that's wise though? Can somebody repeat this three times in just a short time period? Or is that no, at that point fatigue is going to set and they'll be done? Right? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> going to be one of those teaching moments for coaches. I think to like so, try to definitely not in. smart, but there are going to be a lot of people that do it. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be a two, twofold teaching moment because as we just talked about, we have to now sell that six minute workout because you guys know how many members are going to come up and say, Oh, this is it on the last one. I'm not even going to, you know, and you're yeah. going to have to play that game a little bit. And then on top of that, you're also going to have to teach like, Hey, you're not going to be able to do this three times in a weekend and improve your score for those three snatches. Do you, do you feel like it? Well, you Matt and, and even you Jr. like, do you guys push the RX setup or do you push the scale setup for it for anybody? In the open, yeah. I, I push the RX setup. I, I like to see people get that. I mean, it might be your first time snatching 65 pounds, right? Or you might be your first double under that you get. And we always say like, hey, one rep at RX, it puts you on top of everybody else on scale. Then when we're talking in terms of leaderboard, which we don't do year round, year round we're training and we're, we're being smart about our conditioning to make sure we're reaching, getting the stimulus. But during the open, that's the time to go for it. And that's cool because you get to see all those, all those PRs. JR, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. And like in the brief, I'll, I'll make sure that they know, Hey, like the open is a time to test yourself. 
So this is the this is the only time that I'll say stand around and fight for that one strict hand, you know, uh, handstand push up before doing seated dumbbell Z press and getting a great workout. It's the only time of year <laughs> I'll say that. But I will also tell them wherever you are at six minutes, make it a twelve minute AMRAP. Right, we record your score and you keep working. Like because I I do want people to get, still get a really good workout. Like so that. I'll tell them, hey, like you know, do ninety five sixty five, do one thirty five ninety five, and if you don't finish it, fine. If you want to go back down to 85 and finish it out and then go up to 95 for the next round because you can do strict handstand push-ups or if you just want to kip them or if you want to use another scaling option, I, I will tell everybody, hey, if your workout's over at six and you want to jump into the next heat and do it scaled, do it scaled. Or if you want to just keep going to 12 minutes, keep going to 12. Yeah, Taylor, what do you, Taylor, what are you doing? Are you doing the same thing? You agree with that approach? Um, we may not have people turn it into a 12-minute AMRAP, but I will push people who have the capacity potentially to RX. Um, I feel like I give advice, not so generally to the members, but more specific on each person's level and capacity. We're, we're going to have a lot of members where RX is just, there's no shot. And some of them are going to think, Hey, I should just do RX and get four snatches at 95 pounds. But what's, what's the point of that in six minutes, in my opinion. Um, so what do we think? We saw Mal just absolutely dominate this workout. Is that going to be indicative of everything else in her path from this point forward? I mean, she's sitting in first place in the open right now going into this workout. After that performance there, do we think anybody is going to touch her, Chase? Oh, see, after this week, you know, what if what if Laura beats her? <laughs> <laughs> she's my pick. I mean, she's my pick to win the games. Yeah, I, and she looks amazing. And then yeah, she's yeah. not in, if she's anything like Matt, She's just starting to get ready for the season. She's probably been hammering her weaknesses. She probably has, she's not maxed out on what usually she's the best at and she's been working on other things. And yeah, I mean, she looked unreal. And you're, you're buying that whole not prepped to win right now. Cause Frazier used to say that all the time. Oh, I won the open on accident. You buying that or is that, is he just BS in there? Is he actually game plan for that? Fucking bullshit. Yeah. I don't think. Well, I think what what Matt when Matt says that he's like he's not focused on like he'll do it once and then call it. Right? And if he wins, he wins. Like you know, I don't know if Mal's repeated anything yet. What right, do you think? But, but the I think the great thing about CrossFit is transfer of skill. And when you're training your weaknesses and to win the games, you just so happen to be really good at the open. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember specifically Froning and I think it was uh, regionals of 2013. It was the hundreds workout, 100 wall balls, 100 chest to bar pull-ups. And he specifically said, oh, I didn't test this. I just showed up on game day and did it. And I always wondered, is that you think there's truth to that, Bill, when he says things like that? Or you just think he's just playing a game with the whole entire field to get in everybody's head as we're approaching the games? With the amount of volume that that guy was putting in back in the day, and he was the guy that was putting in more, probably more volume than most, especially at that time, he didn't need to test that because he had already had that in his repertoire because he was the guy that decided to break the 100 chest bar into sets of five, and no one else thought to do that. So here's the best in the world that breaks that up. Like he had already played with high-volume pull-ups to know exactly how to break it and know how to do it. So he didn't have to do the workout ahead of time to practice it. Just like what Taylor was saying, like he, all of his, all of his training up to that point has set him into a place where he could go to any event, that, any workout that was going to come in his way and do just fine and know what sort of pace he needed to put on that. 
Yeah, and uh, Tyler Lockett, yes, I did fuck it up. Okay, thanks for pointing that out and then commenting <laughs> it in. I'm trying to run the fucking show here for my first time. You could just cut me a little slack. You're doing a great all job, right, dude. All right, <laughs> over here, sweating balls. My palms are all sweaty like I'm in an airplane right now. And that's what we're rolling with. Okay, I want to know, this is, now we're going to get into the real, the real deal here. We're going to mm. get into the real question. Mal was there, big stage for her, first in the open. We know it's going to be her breakout year going into the games because the gatekeeper... Miss Tia Terraclumi is not there. So what do we see? No Matt Frazier at the Open. Jared, mm-hmm. why do you think he wasn't there at the event today? Probably got sick. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't think uh I don't think she really needs him there to 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 get there and take care of business. Like I, I don't I, I don't think that um he thinks that he needs to be there for her to like talk strategy or, or whatever. I think she's a machine and she's just going to see it and do it. Taylor, you buying that? I don't know where to go with that response. A response to that question. But part of me says she's still really young and it's probably beneficial for a coach to be in her corner. Um, you know, it, it didn't go wrong. She crushed it, but what if it does? And then she's there alone. Chase, what do you think? Why isn't he there? Oh, <sighs> that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Bill, any speculation? Yeah, I think the combine is that they didn't pay him to show up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, you know what, honestly, it's really interesting watching Matt with Mal because I never saw Matt in in a real. I mean, he didn't need to be a coach. He was he was the athlete, so he was always doing his thing. Um, and I think that there was a lot of people watching how. He was going to handle Mal, especially when she came off, um, you know, from her last coach and under Mal. And, you know, it's the whole thing, like she's already good, all that kind of stuff. So I think that Matt has to find a way to not just train her in the gym, but also train her, mature her as an athlete. And maybe, I mean, I'm, this is complete speculation. Maybe he's like, okay, here, here's what we're going to do. You're going to take this one. Here's, you're going to figure out what, your, what the workout is, be confident in what it is and just go. Don't worry about the outcome, whatever it ends up being, because if you did great, cool, we can build off that. If you fuck something up or if you got freaked out or whatever the case is, we have time to get you back to where you need to go. It's a safe place to take a calculated risk that you have plenty of time to fix. It's not like she doesn't have her fitness or anything like that. So um, who knows? Maybe that was a play. I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't matter whether he was there or not, as long as she had Marconi and O'Keefe. Patrick gone. Clark says she wasn't alone. Marconi and O'Keefe were there, as well as her whole family. So basically, Frazier's cutting the umbilical cord. He's letting her swim out on the deep end on, on her own, kind of like Sevon is with me today on the show. Right? <laughs> and just seeing how, how it goes, seeing, seeing what happens, how she reacts, and how she deals with the adversity that may have come up. Who knows? Yeah, it could be a that. positive spin because Matt can't always hold her hand at the games either. So it's like, hey, how do you... How do you react to just going out there, trusting what we've done? I trust you to, to handle business. So like both of them aren't just like clung to each other that they, they need that the entire time to be successful. What is that? Is that a real rumor? Yeah, there we go. Jonathan Ortega. Oh, I heard he had knee surgery. So he's, so he's hurt. He's winged. Brian, what's up, buddy? Yeah, Brian knows. Hello, guys. Brian, why wasn't uh, Matt at today's event with uh, his shining star, Mal O'Brien? Uh, well, let's just say there's plenty of support for her here today. That's not the question, though. 
I know. I mean, it's that's his, that's that's his and their private business to report at their own time. Okay, and it's mine just to dig it up and flip over a rock, so that way I have my shiny moment here. Okay. Well, yeah. even even if it's let's say he did have knee surgery, it's still a great way to set her up to be able to handle something that comes her way and 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 be able be able to adjust to that. One of the things that I think CrossFitters have to be able to do is. It's not just a hundred yard dash where you know exactly how you're going to run and where you need to go. There are going to be things that happen and you have to be able to adjust on the fly a little bit. And so, I mean, granted, everyone's going to know what the events are. She didn't know until it got handed to her. Um, But to be able to have the pressure cooker of the crowd, have people watching you. And that's something that as a young athlete, she needs to make sure she's prepared for it. Cause if she is heir to the throne and it does end up that way, I mean, technically speaking, she's going to, she has, the time frame to be up at the top for quite a while. So why not learn to deal with all of that pressure now before it really matters, you know, before like you really have to yeah. um, be under the microscope. And I would say she absolutely crushed it. Not only in performance, uh, yes, but if you guys watch her post interview, she is polished. She sounds very intelligent and uh, she's going to have a very long and wonderful career. She's a rock star. Brian, are you at the event right now? Uh, well, I mean, I, I was earlier today. Okay, so where are you right now? The hotel. Okay, it looked a little sketchy when you you looked around like if you're nervous when he's yeah you're being held hostage or something, buddy. Do you want (laughs) to give me a talk about it? Alex (laughs) Frazier had knee surgery. Said it in the HWPO call. Okay, so it's not a rumor; it's official. You heard it here first from the (laughs) Sevon podcast. Matt Frazier has knee surgery. Brian, what's going on? What are you doing, brother? How was how was the event today? Um, it was it was very fun. I had not been to one before. And uh, a lot of people here um, good to catch up with, but also, I mean, you know, and Chase knows and anyone who's been to one knows that it's like, it is a pretty cool environment. They always say it's like incredibly loud and passionate crowd. And this was no different. The Omaha crew brought it for sure. But I also enjoyed watching the, like the actual CrossFit team put on the event and take down the event afterwards. It was pretty cool. We stayed around for a while and, you know, Adrian's out there, Wilson Tang's out there, Becky Harsh's out there, and they're stripping the floor. They're pulling the tape off and picking up their um, the mats and packing up the bolts for the rig, and I didn't necessarily expect to see them doing that, so that was kind of a, a, a nice surprise at the end. Truly, it's just like the good folks over at Rogue Fitness. RogueFitness.com, for this limited time, use code SUSA for 20% off your order and free shipping. It's very limited. You have to go to the website and do it right now. Otherwise, it won't work. Brian, we talked a lot about Mal's uh, performance here. What do you think about Danielle? What in the world was that? <laughs> what I got to you- jump off. I coach early. See you guys. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor, for all your valuable insights. Thank you. Jared didn't even say bye. He just fucking left. Thanks, dude. He said bye in the chat. You know what? I I don't respect that at all. I want a personal face to face. We we <laughs> talked about Mal's performance quite a bit, Brian. But what what about Danielle? How is she like? Do you think that got in her head a little bit, or is that a good performance for her? Well, I actually spoke to her afterwards. No, she was fine. I mean, I think she, if anything, I think she feels like she left some time on the table just by making some kind of silly mistakes, getting some no reps she didn't need. Obviously bypassing the double unders at the end to go to the barbell and do an extra rep at 155. Um, her and Cooper think she could probably do it about a minute faster, but either way, that's going to be a, you know, a competitive time. I don't think there's going to be a ton of athletes finishing this workout. So I think it was a good performance. And, you know, uh, obviously people are curious about the handstand push-up standard. Like 
there was a very, very limited amount of time for those four athletes to uh, try to adapt to that and do it. And you know, you guys know how, um, at, you know, the high level athletes are, if you give them 10 minutes to try something, they'll be okay at it. If you give them an hour, they'll be pretty good. If you give them two days, they're going to figure it out. So if she does this again, two to three days from now, I'd expect her time to be 60 to 90 seconds faster. And you think that that's worth it for her to redo uh, that time? Is it, or you just think we're just waiting for the, for the time, for the rest of the times to shake out? Um, I don't think it really matters. I mean, she's going to make it through to the next round either way. You look at someone like, um, you know, like Pat Valner last week, I'm, I'm sure that he knows he can do better on that workout than, than what he did in the first go at it, but he just decided there's no need to do that. So unless, unless Danielle thinks that she can maybe do a good enough performance to get into the money, I don't really think there's any need for her to, unless she just wants to do it from a either confidence perspective or to, you know, practice that, that standard when she has a little bit more time to repair for it, just in case she has to do it again. Yeah. And Caleb just brought that up there. Was that, was that prompted by anything? Did you, you guys want to talk about that standard? Caleb, do you want to bring that back up? I mean, we've already touched on it quite a bit here, um, Brian, earlier in the show, but is there, is there anything with this standard that you, you think is the reason why it was set? We were talking earlier that uh, Bosman was looking to push some more virtuosity in the movement and have it be a little tighter. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I called Savan and Chase earlier and suggested that this might be him encouraging the community to, you know, get into a little bit better position with their handstand pushups, just like he did with the games athletes last year with the wall facing. And, um, you know, one, you know, one inch closer to the wall okay, can make a difference, but it might actually, even though it can be frustrating at first in the long run, it might actually pay off for people and not just handstand pushups, but other overhead movements and maybe even just overall core integrity possibly even transferring down to something as simple as the push-up. So there might be some long-term positives from this that we're not seeing at first glance. And have you guys tried it yet yourselves? I have not. I haven't yet. No, no. Chase, you haven't played around with it? A little duct tape down. <laughs> he, did a one, he did a one-handed handstand at the 10-inch yeah. mark. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect, yeah, yeah, I'm prepared. So, okay, Brian, anything else you uh, – you want to add there with the event, anything else going down, anything weird, weird happened? No, nobody suddenly dropped down to the floor or anything crazy like that at the event. Come on. We got to throw one vaccine thing in there. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was a lot of fun. I was mostly just trying to observe and take it in. I did uh, get to meet some people today that I had been, uh, hadn't met before, which was nice, but overall just a, just a fun experience and grateful to have gotten to do it finally. And when will you do the workout? I think I have been running the Friday night lights at our gym, but I haven't done any of the workouts during them. So I think I'll probably jump into a heat tomorrow night. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Get in there, there you go. I usually, I usually do that at the last week. How long are you out in Omaha for right now? Mm, 12 more hours. Red eye. The last one. What's the, what's the first one? What's the first what? On flights, it's there's like red eye and then there's a black eye. Is that? Oh, is that I don't the flight out? Is that the red eye? Oh, PC has a much earlier flight than me. My flight's a reasonable time. It's at ten a.m., so that's fine. Oh, that's awesome. not bad at all. It's not bad at all. Did you get a what? chance? To, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I was gonna. You want to know what I really wanted to see during that open? So they have them. They have those two ladies facing off on the double unders. I so bad wanted Danielle to just start talking shit. <laughs> hey, you you look yeah. fat over there. Hey, you, hi, what's up, shorty? I mean, just just any just any. I I thought that would have been 
so hysterical. I mean, like she had to turn around to ask how what number she was on at one point to see what uh how many double unders she hit. But I mean, face to face, that would I think that would have been so fun to watch. That's that an really extra Rubio right there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Graciano, What's up, bro, nice thruster. Fan Dang, dude. Movie. Yeah, he absolutely crushed it. That's a great. That's a great point, Bill. Brian, did you see anything back in the warm-up room, like like Danielle kind of iron her down, or was there any shit talking? A little, a little rousing, a little pump, of the, little pump of the shoulder, a little elbow check, pump fake when she walks by or something. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was pretty tame. They were both in good spirits yesterday. They were both in good spirits today, and just happy to be here competing. But I did take notice of that fact that they were facing each other during the double unders, and I was standing with some of the like videographers for HWPO and lab management. And they, and I was like, it's like, I wonder if there's a way to like do some kind of video edit of them, like facing each other with like a spinning camera. I mean, you'd have to prepare for it, but it's pretty rare that you're going to see people going head to head doing double honors like that, looking straight into each other's eyes. So I took note of it as well, Bill. Man, I I thought that would, I mean, and I'm not saying that those guys, I'm not trying to, you know, make anyone a bad guy or anything like that, but I would just all of a sudden, as they're facing like that, I mean, I have members that if they're right in front of someone, they will intentionally stop their workout and move so that they're not face to face when they're lifting with some, you know, right eye to eye. But I just, I was like, I just started cracking up and I, that was the first thing I said right away. Oh, I wonder if someone's going to start talking shit. Well, well, the question I have, and you guys know this way more because you've been involved in these in these open announcements, different things, and close to it. Did they plan that? Was that like, did they like rehearse and be like, okay, you guys are going to come out, you're going to stand here and face each other? Or did that just naturally happen? Uh, I mean, they'll tell them where they're going to go. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think that there was, I don't think that someone in the background was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make them stare at each other. As <laughs> I mean, I, well, I don't think I would have. I don't think they would have done it like that. Because well, usually they're facing like all the same direction, not at each other like that. Right, forward facing the camera. But if you guys remember, what what was the uh, workout? Um, uh, Twelve point two was it? The snatch workout where Rich and uh, Dan faced each other and did a snatch off over in Tennessee. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. And that one was very intentional. They started facing each other. Right there, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's Dave's sly hand reaching back in there. <laughs> Brian, anything else notable at the at the event there? Boots on the ground? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, not really. There's a lot of uh, CrossFit employees here, and they definitely take the production of these things very seriously. So hopefully everyone enjoyed it at home. Well, fantastic. Anything you guys want to add about the uh, 23.3 as we wrap this up and I've made it across my hour mark? I wish it was event number one. Really? You would like to kick off with this? I wish this was our first one. Well, and I I say that, you know, and we've talked about some of these things, but like I I like what that is because, you know, we've talked about this on our show is that if you are going to design especially an open style workout that has the, the, the combination of the, the best workout that we've ever had that we think anyway, was the double under toe to bar increasing weight, uh, squat clean. And that was, I mean, just having a gymnastic a monostructural and a weightlifting, I think is awesome. And I, I, I mean, when I saw it, I liked what it is. I just think it's cool. I wish it would have been the first one. Chase, how do you feel about that? Uh, I like this a lot. As far as the style of programming, mm-hmm. and it just makes me question of why we had the thruster at all after <laughs> exactly after twenty two. Oh, like, interesting, yeah. interesting. Like, hey, we got our open test of strength in a format that is increasing in difficulty and skill and weight. So 
that's the uh, the question that is rolling around my head at the moment is how I feel about the thruster. Even though I already had certain feelings about the thruster to begin with. <laughs> right. Brian, right. Do you like I, you like the order? What do you what are your feelings on that? Well, I, more more than anything, I think what Boz has really told us this year is everything you think you know about the open, you can kind of uh, reconsider that. You know, three weeks, three barbells. Putting the ring muscle-ups in week one, putting something that feels more like a week one workout in week three, having two different tests of strength, both with the barbell, one that is probably more desirable than others for most people from an analysis perspective. And um, just kind of knowing how he is, I would expect next year's Open to look very different from this year's as well. So I, I kind of commend him for bringing a little bit more of the unpredictability, uncertainties. You know, we're still going to get a good test. We're still going to get a fairly good representation of, of uh, you know, who some of the fittest people are at this point in the season. When you look at, the, I think by the end of this week, when you look at the top 20 of the, of the leaderboard, even though you're going to be missing some names who are, in my opinion, not really trying as hard as they could be in these workouts, there's still going to be 20 athletes there at the top of the leaderboard. They're like, yeah, if you know, if, if 18 to 20 of those were at the games this year, I wouldn't be that surprised by it. I mean, we oh, touched yeah. a lot of bases. <clears throat> we did. We did. And you, th- and you know, I know a lot of people were like, well, we had toes to bar, we had muscle ups, we had pull ups, but then you say, well, we also had burpees. We had a heavy thruster. We had, uh, you know, strict hand sand push this wall walks like we've pressed we've pushed we've gone below parallel like we've we've had a decent amount of stuff in a in a short amount of time yeah me personally i was glad it was only sets of 50 on the double unders myself because <laughs> <laughs> i could be either really good at them or i could be really shitty at them so for me i was i was like all right 50 okay i could do that that's good yeah. i like that number yeah we all have those days when that rope goes flying across the gym <laughs> but he just chucked it across the gym <laughs> Okay, well, awesome, guys. Thank you so much. You uh, gentlemen have saved me. We're here I, for you. Oh, you I it. appreciate it. And I just want to let everybody know in the chat, thank you guys so much uh, showing up all the time and especially giving all the love. We cannot stay enough. And I know Sevon talks about it, but you guys are everything to us. You are the oxygen for this podcast. Thank you. And Sevon will be back tomorrow for the show with uh, UFC show with Darian Weeks. And then we got a affiliate series after that. With uh, Harry, Hari, New York, NYC, CrossFit, CrossFit NYC. Sweet. There we go. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Chase. And good stuff, Sousa. (laughs) And uh, as Sevon would say, bye-bye.